Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, look, I've got cable ties flying so everywhere. When, when, the, when the intro music's playing, I can still see you guys. So you can't <laughs> see each other, but I can see That's you guys. That's what I was doing there. Lance was doing a proper little <laughs> old chindig in the, uh, in, in the, on the camera. <laughs> we need to change oh, that tune, well, soon. Yeah, I'll, I'll work on you. Like a lift music album or something. No, it's all right. Once I've um, once I've learned how to play the fife, I'll um, I'll just play the intro music live every time. Oh Christ! Do 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 uh, on, on that topic, if anybody would like to subscribe, we are two two followers away on our Instagram from a hundred, and I've got this amazing little graphic um, that I made a couple of weeks ago, and I'm so keen to like um, put it on put it on Instagram at some point. So uh, what I will say is, when you find the button that tells you how to unscribe, if you can let us know, because then we can tell all those that haven't subscribed where the button is to subscribe. Because <laughs> we don't know that either. Even Sean, what's up, Sean? All good. Right, so we are talking <coughs> top ten. I still haven't 10... painted that, by the way. Oh, you're getting there. No. <laughs> still, yeah, still have to try it. though, surely. No, that is Paint. dry. It's this magic stuff. That glass I if I took lager down there, would it come out the ceiling? No, no, no. but I, I will try and catch it in my. <laughs> <laughs> there Thank it is. Very much. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you had Badger, a haircut, by the way. Top, uh, uh, Mikey, have you had a haircut? Uh, no, I've actually put um, hair gel in my hair today, and it looks ridiculously different than it does normally. Regrow. I thought that earlier. <laughs> I had a really, I had a uh, really high-powered meeting today, so I thought I'd uh, try and look more like an adult. Um, it's a soul glow. And this is what soul I went with. Quick <laughs> afro comb in there. I've got some shiny hair gel actually. I might, I might put that. Les. Hi, Les. Right. <laughs> Let's right. get let's get into it. We've got lots to cover. Um, so this is our uh, top ten elements to consider when going to your first meal sim. So the idea is is that you've got your gun, you've got your sort of basic tactical gear, you've got some boots, um, you know, you've done hundred and six skirmishes. But you wanna you wanna have a go at meal or sims. Seven. 107 or seven. to be, yeah. be if better. If it's over if it's over hundred and eight, then you're probably right, but you know Well, you're really ready. Yeah. So uh, we're going to jump in straight away with episode, uh, what we covered last week, which is bags. Mm. <laughs> this is the third. This is the third one now. I think we're dragging that. Yeah. Boom! <laughs> we turn the arse out of this one, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Got to see us through till twenty twenty one, chaps. We, this we is, is like the, this is the TV that's, that's run out of new sitcoms, so they're having to rerun yeah. all the old shit. This is this COVID. is this is a terrestrial TV pre Sky, <laughs> <laughs> and now formerly known as Dave. That's, yeah. So. <laughs> But a, a bag, a, a various types of bags. About, I mean, obviously, you can go down a rabbit warren when it comes to what sort of large kit bag or sort of carrying holder you want to use for a meal soon. Typically, ninety percent of the time, it's going to be a Bergen type bag, which you can see there in very good condition, fifty-five quid. I mean, you can't really go wrong with that. It's a tried and tested piece of kit. I mean, obviously, Paul, you've got your was it the X three hundred you use, which is a warrior one. Yeah, your main pack. Warriors All Systems X300, which I picked up at an absolute snap. So they're 240 or 250 odd quid new. Mm -hmm. uh, I picked mine up for just over a ton uh, on the pre loved um, Facebook page. So I, I wouldn't, to be fair, I would never have gone out 
well, no, I'm not going to say never. Highly unlikely that I would have gone out and just dropped like mm. 200 odd quid on a rucksack. Absolutely. Just, yeah. I wouldn't have done because there's more stuff that I'd have, I'd have got one of those and then gone and treat myself to another sidearm. Yeah. Something, you know, just because it's another gun rather than a bag. But when that mm. one come up, literally I saw it crop up on the, uh, on the page, drop the geezer a message. Um, and, and that was it done and dusted within a matter of minutes. And, yeah, that then branched out into the lovely relationship with the uh, the guy that I've then got that's done that chess rig for us. So it's kind of all brought the world together on that. So yeah, cool. But, so I mean, yeah, bag's bag, a bag, mate. Yeah. That's it. I mean, and obviously, if, if if your first event, you're not going to be wanting to spend out fortunes and fortunes. But then at the same time, you don't want to go down the, the I don't say the cheap avenue because sometimes you can get some cheap stuff, which is actually really really good kit. I mean. Uh, Michael Paul, I remember you saying you got a day sack each for eBay for like 15, 20 quid, and it's yeah. been absolutely solid. So there's nothing wrong with it. As long as you can, as long as someone's obviously, you need someone else to buy it first to make sure it's all right before you get it. But there's absolutely nothing wrong with getting a cheap bit of kit. But that's a tried and tested piece of kit that's been around for donkey's years, and it's absolutely hard as nails. So, I mean, for, personally, for me, I use one of them, um, and I've never had an issue with it at, at all. So it's a good the solid bag right there. First meal sim I went to, because, you know, for those that are freshly tuned in or um, but to get into airsoft, I, I pretty much flogged most of my fishing gear. Um, and many, 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 many years ago, my old man got me a like a fishing rucksack. Um, absolutely nothing military looking about it at all. It was green and brownish colour and had a really hard plastic base on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did have the bag that goes over the top to, to keep the wet out uh, and all that sort of stuff. I just used that. You know, it literally is. Like you say, it's like, your first yeah, event, so you're not going to have the the, the, the Gucci kits from the off unless you've. And got I would them. always, always now, I'm a massive advocate of, you know, don't go out and buy expensive. Get you know, get out there, even if it's something to get you through the weekend, mm. um, and then start having your conversations. Ninety percent exactly. of people that you'll meet out there are going to be nice enough to talk to you and tell you it's, what works for them yeah. and what doesn't. For sure, yeah. And if you're in a good crew of people, there could well be someone that's got a spare Bergen or a spare Holdall or some sort of large pack that you could borrow for the weekend. If it's your first time out and you think, look, you know, I don't really want to be spending that. Even 55 quid can be quite a lot of money to some people, absolutely. Um, Most uh, people know someone else anyway. That is that's what I'm saying. They might not go into so an event and say, can I borrow your Bergen or something like that. So, yeah. you know, Or just sneak stuff it. into other people's bags. I'll do that sometimes. Exactly, exactly that, yeah. It's always that. Interesting one from Ray <laughs> Trial. did make the point. The Bergen's rucksacks have to be camo, OD green, or tan. Um, so I personally would recommend, if you can get one that kind of fits those, it's just going to help with the general look if you're doing like a proper meal sim um, that requires like tabbing across a, a game mm. zone. But you can also though, buy the covers. Um, so like the rain cover or something like that at the end of the day. You know, if you're... I think they're only like a tenner or something, aren't they? If you've already they're got not, a bag. I don't think I don't think the, the 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 dust covers for the Bergens are overly expensive. Obviously, you're going to have to be mindful of. They're obviously if you're going to get a military cover for a bag, not they're going to be designed for the short back or long back Bergen. So, whether they do like a, a Civvy Street MTP bag waterproof rain cover that you could sling over a Civvy backpack that's like black or a dark blue or whatever it is you've got, um, mm. I can't see a site being too precious over someone. Having a hold all that or or a or a Bergen as such that's a bit that's not a non-military color. I don't I don't know. They could be. I don't yeah. know. Well, that's the, I what think I was only... to. Sorry, it's what Gaz on, no, just said. So wouldn't recommend like <laughs> yeah. a neon green day sack. And that, that's what I'm what I'm sort of referring to. If it's it's more a case of if you're tapping yeah. through the game and you're likely to be in contact while you're carrying your bag. 
you know, you're going to want something that's a little bit more camo. That, yeah. that's the I only, mean, if you've got a black, if you've got a black like mountaineering backpack or something like that, you could pick up a one by one meter bit of scrim net or camouflage netting that you could chuck over that for a tenner. Do you know what I mean? And I'm sure that would be I mean, more that, than acceptable. That, that first one that I went to. I'd like to think it well, I'm not saying it is, so, but I'd like, to, I'd like to think that would be sort of acceptable. for a, a black. If you had a black backpack on or Bergen-type bag that you could sling a scrim net or a camo net over the back of it and sort of rit- put it on there proper just so it's not going to come off when you're moving about. But I can't see that being a problem, really. The lawnmower mill seemed you was parked up outside and dropping your kit off at the front door. So it really didn't matter because literally it was holding your shit for the, for the weekend in That's your right, room. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think it just like you say, it depends if if you're signing up to an event that in its description of itself is hardcore, you know, this is the battle dress, this is the you know, this is the type of event we're after. We're we're aiming at this era, you know, and we need it to be authentic because that's what people yeah. are paying a lot of money to do, then you kind of I mean, know I think- what you're signing up for. It's it. By the time that people are going to, I mean, if for the first event, I, I, I'll expect it would be doing sort of like a local. Sorry, just opening my beer, my ring finger there. Little, there we go. Um, I'd expect people to do a, an event at their local site, uh, local to them, rather than going to like I don't want to say top tier, but like one of the more advanced, more um, uh, well-known events. There we go. Perfect. Yeah, so that's Nothing. a twenty to thirty liter one, though. To be fair, so that's more um, of a day sack sort of cover. But you can mm-hmm. you can get them. Um, do they still yeah. do sort of jumbles, you know, military jumble type things where you go along? War and Peace like, Revival, War, War and Peace that's, sort of thing, yeah. That's the, that's the one to wait to come back. War and Peace Revival, you could go down there for a day and you could completely kick yourself out for a meal sim and I guarantee you, you'd come away happy from that place and you wouldn't be spending a, an excessive amount of money at all. Hmm. It's just rows and rows and rows of ex-surplus kit, stalls, shops with big stands and then you get round to the far end, there's a big airsoft um, area down there. Um, yeah, that's a great place to go to pick up kit for a meal simming and that. I know there was an, uh, a surplus store in Dartford, but I think that's shut down now. But you don't see as many of them as round as, as you used to get. There we go, 120 litre. That's perfect. Yeah. That'll cover, that'll cover any long back or short back Bergen. Bye bye. Nice one, yeah. Mike. There you go. That'd cover a so, small mini, that would, wouldn't it? It's raining and you've got a small person. Job done. I reckon I could get in there, you know, with room to spare. Balls right, bags. That's, bag. that's pretty much bags. That's bags right? covered. We have a decent covered bag, bag, guys. A decent bag. Right, so next up on our list, we have shelter. Pegging. Oh, sorry, shelter. <laughs> Peggy. <laughs> Peggy. Bosh. <laughs> <laughs> that's knocking, yeah. isn't it? Oh, no. Sorry, yeah. that's oh, I don't know. So <laughs> the shelter shown is a, uh, is a basher system uh, with a few pegs, a uh, bit of guy line. Um, what's in the um, what's in the uh, the little hold bag, Lance? Uh, top left, mate, or bottom? Obviously, the top the, the DPM one. bag is the uh, is the basher, right? So that's nice, rolled up nice and tight. That's the basher oh, in there. That's, that's your that's a that's a German infantry half ground sheet, and that's a perfect that folds down nice and small. Obviously, the same width as the poncho. Um, and obviously, the basher's got the jungle knots tied into it as well. Which is a, a cool little item. So there's no messing about with tying guy lines through your eyelets of the basher. It's already done. Just whip it out of the bag. <laughs> what, are you, what are you laughing at? Rage Files just asked why there's a butt plug with the basher. <laughs> it's not just the why fact, not? Is it? It's not why the fact not? That there's a butt plug. It's the fact that it's well, got about 100 meters of rope tied to the end well, of it. Well, not only that, but yes. if you've got the reason that is a butt plug, Rage File, with the basher is if you've got your hands busy tying knots in paracord, you can't hold that. Can you? So if you just pop, 
If you pop it there, you can just ream off guy line all day long. That's right, gas Stick docking is reserved for the cold nights in the basher, so that, that explains that one. Docking. I'll be honest with you, when we started this evening, I didn't think we'd be getting to that level of conversation within the space it's of 12 minutes. But... It's 12 minutes, new record. New record. Yeah, Yeah. to be fair, we had a bet anyway, so I think Lance won that well, one. We, we can thank Gaz and Rogerfile for the, uh, they were egging me on. Subliminal bastards. Um, I highly recommend, by the way, the pegs that you've shown there. Um, or like Don't get the proper, them. No, the proper chunky pegs. They are good, um, yeah. Because I've had some super lightweight ones, and they just first rock they hit, they bend, and then you end up with a whole load of bent pegs. Um, if pegs come with a, if pegs come with any shelter system or tent you buy, just just chuck them away as soon as you get them because they're not worth the metal they're made out of. They're really not. I mean, you could spend fortunes on a tent. I mean, I've got a, a camper Watergate eight man tent for me and the family when we go camping, and the pegs that turn up with that. I mean, Christ, you know what I mean, you can hold a napkin down with it, let alone a bloody tent. So I always buy upgrades. You're better off just getting your own set of pegs. Absolutely, all day long. Just to take no notice of the pegs that turn up. It's like getting a free battery and a charger with an airsoft gun. You know, it doesn't happen really. And if you do get one, they're crap. So, but yeah, that's my basic shelter system there. Nice, uh, a nice um, a German infantry um, uh, ground sheet. Uh, inexpensive eBay. I think it's about fifteen quid. Um, a set of pegs. Uh, a bit of paracord on a butt plug. That's going to stay. That's going to stick now. That is. That's, it. Oh, yeah, that's what it's designed to do, to be fair, mate. It's mm. no good. It's no good if it doesn't stick. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you no, what, we'll say, I have a story about something that looks remarkable. No, you don't. That, no, you which don't. We no. will bring up at the uh, Christmas special. The after hours bit. <laughs> I weren't there for that story. I'll tell yes, you, you definitely were. <laughs> you didn't walk right till Wednesday. Yeah. Um, gents, what's the? Uh, I told so, everybody else I'd chafe. <laughs> So the key question is, obviously, you know, a lot of people see uh, Mill Sims as like camping. Um, so why would we not bring a tent instead? What, what's the benefit of this? To be fair, I've, I've, yeah, it's fast, but I took a tent last time. Um, I mean, it, and I went I mean, to apocalypse. It, but... I mean, it depends what you're doing. I mean, if you're if you're having to go out and create a harbour area where you're going to get bumped and that, you're not going to be want to drop a tent. Fold your poles up, put them away, pack it all up, blah blah blah. That there, by rights, you could literally just whip the jo- you could whip the pegs out of the ground. You could scrunch up into a ball, and you can just chuck it in a bag and can go or, or whatever you've got to do. Do you know what I mean? It's not um, it's not more versatile than having a tent. A tent, once you put the tent up, that's all you can really do with it. Whereas a basher, you can you can wrap that up. You can make it as a into a bivy bag to cover up your sleeping bag. You know what I mean? It something you can use as a stretcher in the worst case scenario. It's it's very versatile piece of material with eyelets in it that you can manipulate into different shapes different arrangements a frames you know what i mean you can have it as a windshield straight to the ground and open at one side it's, it's just a lot more versatile it's a lot smaller it's a lot lighter i think than obviously some tents you've got to carry about with you so for me personally if you're in a fixed a spot, but it doesn't matter does it i suppose if you're in a fixed location then it don't really matter you can take a little two-man like a like a nato f1 tent or something like that they're, they're just as good they're great they are great little tents little nato ones you could pick them up for 35 40 quid for the two main ones mike i think they're not the nylon ones they're really good yeah, yeah. i mean i've got a little um, action um <laughs> action man remember. no <laughs> i can't remember the name of it now it's just literally it's the proper little sort of hiking tents um that are like super lightweight uh, i think they cost about 80 quid so i mean if mm-hmm. you're you know if you're looking to do any backpacking or anything at any point um, than that, I've taken those sorts of tents with me to a Milton before, and I'll be honest with you, it was amazing because it was peeing it down. It was that was actually the um, Falklands Milton we did. 
Um, because we actually so the, the Falklands Mill seem the idea of it was you don't start in like a safe zone and you build just your, your tent or whatever, your base, and then you go and play. Um, we actually started in the car park and then we had to spend the next sort of six hours in combat. And then by the time we actually built the safe zone or our own little sort of harbour area, it was pitch black, it was peeing it down with rain. It was just um, trying to get your heads down as the best you can, yeah. wasn't it, really? So having the little tent that with the integrated ground sheet and everything like that was just awesome. Mm. Um, mm, yeah, I get that. So, yeah, I think it depends. And also weather dependent as well. Um, I know, obviously, a tent can be a little bit warmer than a basher. Um, similarly, actually, a good point is that if you double up with someone, so my first ever Milsim I did, I went with my brother, um, we used one basher between us. Um, so it was it was a larger size basher, and mm. um, that was that was sufficient. Um, yeah. But if it's just me on my own and it's winter and it's likely to snow, then um, probably go with a tent or something like that. Yeah, no, it's a fair point, mate, fair point. And unfortunately, yeah, that sure we went on when it did snow. Um we were all under bashers, weren't we? And we woke up yeah. in the morning to snow, and it was like, oh, <laughs> what expected well, I that. I didn't go to that one. I was in a nice, cosy bed at the time, so that was good. Oh, mate, yeah. that was that was good. I mean, it was still nice and warm. You know, I had the Arctic bag inside a bivy, a nice insulated roll mat. Obviously, we'll come on to that, but um, I, I didn't wake up in the night any cold at all. All I did was woke up in the morning, and my basher was sort of like about four inches oh, away from my nose. Yes, and I was like, sorry. Ah, it's, um, it's collapsed. And when I looked out, it wasn't. <laughs> it was just a massive four inches of snow that was on top of it. <laughs> Oh, Vango. Vango. It's the go. Vango tent. Yeah, it's the Vango Pro Action something or other. Um, mm-hmm. Banshee. Banshee? Something like that. Yeah, they're quite good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Fair play. Cool. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, Octo 8. Uh, Sorry, Les has just asked about Octo 8. So, um, the, we've, Lance and I have only been to one Octo 8. Uh, I don't know if you've done one, Paul, have you? No, mate. No. So, um, the but... last Octo 8 game we did, that was, we were in tents, but that was more like NAE, maybe. So, like, it was like, you, you know, you go camping and then you go and do the film sim bit and then you yeah. come back to your campsite. It wasn't it like on, a uh... proper, in, in, in my mind, it wasn't like a proper meal sim. Um, no, that's right. But that's it not a detriment, a... but it was just, it wasn't like. No, absolutely not. It was a brilliant event. I, thought, I thoroughly enjoyed it and it was different and it was nice to have, um, when you did have a bit of downtime, it was nice for us to be out just to sort of get around as a team, have a nice chat, you know what I mean? A bit of food and sort of, you know, sort of mull things over and bits and bobs like that. Whereas when you're on a full meal sim, it's, it's on all the time. You know, there's no, there's no stop. Evening, Charlie. Hello, sunshine. I'm, it's on um, all the time. Do you know what I mean? From from the from the time that whistle blows until the end of the of the ex oh, the exercise, Christ, um, the end of the event, it's um it's game on. Whereas obviously you get like a a, a film sim or a battle sim over a two day battle sim, where you you break for that evening bit. It's you know it's just different. It's just a different setup, a different type of game. That's all it is. There's no it's no billeting of a of the way that Octo do that event to um, how Legion do those. It's just they're just two different, totally different events. So, um, I'm, yeah. I'm booked in for Brands Edge Place Hotel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought, you know what? Might as well meet the missus and make it an evening fun time. No, fair enough. Yeah, she's, after, yeah. after naturally a few beers. Be, and, yeah, be and fair, you go to her, of course. <laughs> to be fair, mate, the last one that we went to, um, we actually, because one of the tents blew down, it literally collapsed in the in the wind. We couldn't that even get the tent That was windy buggery, that was. Um, so we ended up spending the night in some like abandoned uh, mobile office thing, which was so full of spiders. And uh, when I say spiders, I'm not generally afraid of spiders. I know um, Tony... It was a good job we had Tony Bassett there. <laughs> yeah. He's not, he he's not afraid him. of spiders at all, no? He was, no, he was terrified. He was squashing them with his tiny torch. Um, but... <laughs> But honest to, honest to God, genuinely got bitten on the hand by probably some sort of spider that I'd never seen before. Mm. Um, I offered my to hand urinate on it, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't let me do it. 
yeah, it was pretty pretty bad. So um, it's a trouble. Though. Oh, Some yeah. people have got no sense for adventure, have they? That's it. Well, I'll wait till he fell asleep, <laughs> then I pissed on his hand. So <laughs> it got cozy. I don't know. I've I've not done a little um, aerial view of that area, but somewhere along that that road that that uh, airsoft site is on, there is a, a full scale um, cowboy town down there. And I not only know it because we, my mates, uh, what, for the, where we went for the October eight one. Yeah, we're, so round the back by Fulcombe Road oh, yeah. or Fulcombe Lane or whatever it is, down that way, round the back of Brands Hatch. Oh, Brands, go... sorry, I'm, th- I'm thinking of when we went to the event at Tottenham. Up, no, no, up the one, no, the one that's coming up. Um, oh, okay, mate, yeah. I'm with so, you. yeah, one, one round the back there somewhere. Um, and so we, we went round their house and got, got lashed up, stayed the night, woke up the next morning. Went for pre, a walk pre-COVID, back. obviously. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, pre-kids. <laughs> <laughs> when I used to go out, and get we fucking wanted then, <laughs> um, and we went for a walk out the back, and there is a, it is a full scale, proper built town um, that they do all the dressing up and and reenactments and all that there. All the so worst case, now. you can go and stay in like, some. <laughs> we rock house up in our load of camo gear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a quick one from Gaz. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Yank Poncho basher systems? I mean, what we're going to do is cover sleeping systems as a whole separate episode. This is this is just like a whistle stop tour. Mm. Um, what I would say with the bashers, I've slept under um, a poncho basher and it works really well. Um, not the biggest basher system, um, but yeah, I mean, if anyone's kind of questioning what that is, it's basically a poncho, i.e., your hood and the sure. poncho sheet. Um, you tie the hood hole tight. And then you just use it as a basher sheet. So it's mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, cool. I mean, I like the basher setup because once you, you've got, you, if you do a basic A-frame tight to the ground, if it's a bit windy, you don't want to get the wind blowing in underneath the material tight to the ground. Um, whack your bergen at the end of your basher at the head end, act as a windbreak or whatever end the wind's coming from. How are you going to set it up? I mean, it works. It's just a nice, easy shelter. It's waterproof, and it works. It's nice and easy to put up. You know what I mean? If you've got if you've got no trees around you, and you've got a couple of basher poles, I mean, they're a couple of foot long, extend out, so you can use a couple of basher poles. Or if you've got a set, if you're in if you're in a wood block, just a, a ridge line between two trees over the top. I mean, four pegs. I mean, it's it's done. It's minutes. I think there's a video on YouTube of a, a British soldier setting one up in like under a minute or something like that. Something crazy. It's perfect, yes, yeah, just a perfect lightweight shelter. Really Take good. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Right, next hour, up we have hour later, I'd have fucked it off into a bush. <laughs> Back to the car. <laughs> Fucking no, thing. Sulking. No. In the motor. Bollocks to a lot of you. <laughs> so we're gonna cover this one quick. This is obviously dry sacks, uh, to do with the packing. Um mm-hmm. we obviously covered this in episode nine, uh, which was last week, so we're not gonna sort of dwell on this too too much, but dry sacks are a highly recommended thing, especially when it's raining. Yeah, no, um, it's like soggy sacks. No, soggy sack is not a good sack. It's frowned upon, isn't it? It is. Especially in today's modern society. There's that is, no that is for it. poor sack etiquette. <laughs> on that is. note, <laughs> this is a, a power bank. Uh, skip to that photo. There we go. Yeah, it's one I use. Um, this is a uh, uh, obviously a power bank charging mobile phone. Um, tra- a lot of tracer units now. Not a tracer units nowadays. <laughs> a USB USB chargeable. It might During be USB. War. During the war, they weren't they weren't chargeable. <laughs> At the steam powered. Tracer's <laughs> <laughs> ready. Right. That's that's all for tonight, folks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, don't. Um, 
So these oh, things yeah. can also charge bio things as well, uh, which is useful. So we're going to cover yes, comms again. again next week. Um, so this is kind of comms loosely uh, in terms mm. of well, more electricals, I guess, as a, as a general term. Mm. Um, it's, but it's my Oh, there you go. Look. There's a little pocket rocket. Bank. So this one, it's got a little, uh, I don't know if you can see it. Boop, 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 boop. Is that a little so pocket pleaser, is it? Yeah, that's the one. If you press the button on the end. You two um, have got to go and see your wives tonight, I'm just saying. Maybe I did. That's, <laughs> perhaps that's why I'm already like this. Maybe we did. <laughs> yeah, but it's, I mean, I've got, I carry a few of these. Um and, and honestly, they're, they're see how many yeah, you can fit worth their weight <laughs> exactly. So this one, I don't know if you see the, but it's got the USB or it's got the uh, sorry, well whatever it is, the micro USB yeah, slot yeah, yeah. or whatever, yeah. Um, and it lasts fucking ages. So charge your phone up, one for my phone. Um, to be fair, that's pretty much about what I used it for. But uh, I sometimes take my iPad with me, so if I've got the GoPro, mm-hmm. um, and I want to sort of watch the footage that we've recorded that day to see whether it's worth keeping any of it or clearing it down or whatever we may use it for. Um, it can charge my GoPro. It can charge the iPad, charge the phone. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, how so how many are. charges you'll get out of that? I mean, obviously, that one I've got there is um, – it might loads up the box because that's why I took a picture of the back yeah, of the box. Yeah, it's The, the, the milliamp hours and that, it? Les has actually asked the question what megahertz would be ideal for a mill sim. Um, Here we go. So that one there is a 26,800 – milliamp hour power bank i mean obviously you'll right. get about five or six seven phone charges out of that you'll, that'll last you a whole weekend easy I'm blind as a bat so i'm gonna have to do the old-fashioned way of taking a photograph and then zooming in uh amazon that was from les as well um i think they were around about a 25 quid mark so I've got a cut. I've got two of them actually. One for the missus, one for me. For when we go camping with the kids for the weekend, using kids using the phones in the evening for watching films or whatever. Um, so that was reasonably. Like, plus, they're, once they're fully charged, you can. It's a solar panel as well, so you can charge 10, from solar panel. Ten thousand. <laughs> I can't read this shit. It, it would. It would do. Rage of fire if I could find a waterproof lead. <laughs> Oi, don't start on me, Mike, because anyway. you're putting these questions up. I'm not. How, you're in control of that. This is your influence. <laughs> right. Anyway, yeah, so um, comms wise. Um, yeah, Sorry, def- Paul. definitely highly recommend getting a power bank. Um, don't, don't apologize to me. I'm just as bad. I wasn't talking to you that, Paul. Something that Paul over there in the loft. Sorry, Paul. Gimp uh, Paul. That's him. Gimp yeah. oh, Paul at the end of the loft. <laughs> I highly recommend getting a power back. Um, and then obviously it's worth having a, a radio. Um, there's obviously, there's different types of radio. Oh. And we'll cover that next week. Cause that is a whole separate tub subject. But, um, DAB. Just found Roberts. a bottle of Budweiser. Result. Sorry. 1987. I thought it was empty. It was looked on the shelf. I was like, it's got a lid on it. I was like, Oh, oh. Hey. <laughs> Gift from the gods. Mm. The king of beers. Cheers, right, serious question. Serious question yes. for Rage Bar. Uh, have you tried the solar power banks where the panel goes on top of your rucksack? I have seen them, the fold-out ones. Sometimes mm. a triple one that folds down. Yeah, not tried them. Um, heard good things about them, actually, with a lot of bushcrafters and stuff like that. And uh, and like Mike said, lightweight um, backpackers and stuff like that. Use them a lot. Yeah. Really, really good. 
Well, fully waterproof, obviously. As I say, that one that I've got, I've got three of them. Um, oh, one always comes home with me fully charged. So one and a half of those. Um, you know, I'm, I'm golden on that one, so I probably wouldn't need the, the rechargeable mm. one. I mean, if you don't um, want to get one that sort of size, I mean, that size there is probably a little slightly bigger than an iPhone, I guess, but you can get another cracking uh, power bank or power charger, and it's called the Explorer Pebble. And it's a little, I mean, Christ, it's probably a sort of fag box size, maybe slightly bigger than a fag box. Um, and it's got your 99% readout on it. So it's a little button on and off. It's got two standard, it's much similar to that one in the picture. It's got two USBs and one micro USB, I believe. Um, and that's literally a little, just slightly proud of the cigarette box. And it's called the Explorer Pebble. And I've had, uh, I've got a couple of them I've had for years. And they're still bob on now with charging phones and stuff like that. Really good. And nice and small. So if you want to, if you're worried about space, then yeah, explore a pebble. Or if you want, I mean, it's not too much bigger. It's probably about half a size bigger again, that one there. So another little option. Cool. Nice. Mm. Right. Rain gear. Or, or as I'm going to, I'm going to cover this as, yeah, we'll call this rain gear. That's fine. So um, there Christmas-y. is nothing worse than going on a 24, 36, 48 hour mill sim and being wet. Don't, don't make a joke out of that. Um, yeah, I think all three of us are at that were at that Milsim at Longmore with Legion, where it just rained for the entire weekend. It was wet that one, or it felt Which like it rained the entire weekend. That uh, was the one with the the voting with the bomb went off in the uh, in the voting. The one where I did the market stall. Yes, yeah, that's yes, awesome. yeah, yeah. Piss wet for all weekend. Lovely, love it. Yeah, Can't get enough of it. Um, so rain gear definitely always bring rain gear, and also 100%. on that note, it's a spare change of clothes. That night, yeah, it was cold, cold, that wet, cold. horrid. Loved it though, loved every minute of it, but cold, wet, and horrid. My lot wanted to stay in the in the actual buildings, and Mike Legion Mike went, "I wouldn't yeah. do that if I was you. It's going to get cold." <laughs> and I'm like, "Don't have to tell me, mate. I've been here before." But they really want to stay in the in the buildings, and you went suit yourself. Back in yeah, nine o'clock morning. Nine o'clock the next morning, they were all up going, I think we're going to move into one of them houses. I think we need to go back into the warm ones. Fucking <laughs> no shit. <laughs> I'm 43 years old here. I'm freaking crumbling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wet weather gear is a must, really, even if it's just the top half. But if you can, I mean, in that picture there, you've got a Desert DPM Gore-Tex jacket. Again, eBay, guys. Or if you can go, ex- if you can go to um, like maybe a private seller who's ex-services and obviously help them out shifting some kit and that, then perfect, you know what I mean? If you can purchase that sort of stuff or go to a um, a, a charity-based uh, online store or anything, that obviously a bit of a contribution goes to the Legion or anything like that um, for purchases on ex-military kit. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a great jacket. I mean, it's, it's certainly kept me nice and dry. I've had that for a few years now. Um, and then obviously you've got an MTP poncho there, uh, which is what it is. You know, it's a basher with a hole in the middle and a hood on it. So you can literally... The good thing about a poncho is that you can just whip it out of that pack Chuck it on over the top of your plate carrier. Even if you've got a day sack on, you can just sling it on over the whole top. If it's if it's nice and quick, you know, what I mean, you're out of the rain. It's keeping your kit dry. I mean, it's a bit of a ball late to operate with, to operate in. But listen to me, Christ. It's a bit of a ball late to carry on playing your game with it on. But um, if you stood down, it's for nice a bit, to be dry though. It's nice to be dry. Yeah, definitely. If you can get dry, then get dry. Obviously. Um, so yeah, two, question... two off. Two off. Sorry, there's a question that's just coming from Rage Fire. I'm just going to skip back to that one briefly. Um, mm. Regarding um, phones for navigation or Garmin's or the like. Um, mm. 
I don't know about you guys. So I generally just tend to have like a, a map of the of the site. Um, doesn't yeah. I try and get it laminated because again of the rain. Um, but what I do use, um, and I don't generally kind of cover this too much, is this little watch. So I highly recommend actually trying to have a watch with you, um, because there's nothing worse than when you try and coordinate an attack at ten o'clock, and then you've got three different groups and one watch between everybody. Um, but this watch cost me, I think, about twelve pounds, fifteen pounds on eBay. Um, it's got a little illuminating dial. Um, it's not particularly bright, but it's just bright enough that when it's pitch black, you know, you're not going to light up your face. But it oh, actually yeah. has a compass on it as well. It's got a little digital compass, and it just gives you a rough idea of where north is, um, which is I find particularly useful. I mean, it says it's water resistant to fifty meters. I don't think it is for the price. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I've not. But you could be strangely surprised, you know what I mean? I could be strangely surprised. Um, yeah, we'll let I you mean... jump in and find that one. <laughs> <laughs> my um, no, my brother uses one of these as well. I actually got it for him for his birthday. Um, and he's got shot out, um, which is obviously something to consider with expensive kit. But having said mm. that, it's 15 quid, so you can just replace it relatively easily. I appreciate it's still 15 quid. Mm. Um, but I've bought four or five of these. Um, they all work. I haven't I haven't replaced them. I've just got a few of them in different sort of packs of kit and stuff. And highly recommend it. It's got a stopwatch on it and a little alarm timer and stuff like that as well. Um, so yeah, that's a nice. And obviously, if you want to watch, wear a watch, you always wear it on your on the inside of your wrist as well. Don't have it face outwards. That adds that little bit of protection there. If you've got a watch on this side, if the face is there, then boom all day long. If it's there, just get your wrist lit up if they're going for your watch. <laughs> uh, should we jump onto torches yeah it is what it is you know for your first event obviously a, a basic head torch that's um, ideally if it's capable of displaying a red aspect on it for uh, for nighttime kills if you've been hit out at night a lot of sites they would ask you to put a red light on so you're not get, constantly getting lit up um, and obviously if you're a dead man then you can obviously have the red light on uh, make your way back to your, your respawn or your, your fob or whatever it is you've got to go to well, it helps um, with night it, vision as well yeah, like, absolutely. There's nothing yeah. worse than when you're sitting there on stag in a tower, and mm. then some some spanner comes up and just starts shining a torch in your face. Oh, I'm blind for the next twenty minutes. Oh, mate. Oh, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and a handheld torch, you know, guys. Obviously, if, ideally, if it's waterproof, um, uh, quite a robust handheld torch. Then you know, I mean, there's there's, there's Christ, there's thousands, hundreds of head torches and handheld torches available on the market. I mean, you have got the big players, you have got LED Lenser and Olight. You know, if if you want to spend that sort of money, I mean, there's obviously other torches available. Um, so uh, I've, yeah, but... I've got, um, well, blimey, I've got the Petzl Actis head torch, uh, and that does the red and the white. That is fucking bright. It's a bright yeah. old torch. Um, I've got a couple of LED lenses. One of the LED lenses, I'll grab it out and, and, and show you on the next one, but it does, it's got a red, green, blue, mm, white. Yeah. Um, it's quite a nice little torch, and they're super bright as well. Um, and then the O lights, I've got um, the Valkyrie, the, the Valkyrie PL Pro, um, and I've got the Odin Pro coming for me, the um, 416 now, the, the weapon mm -hmm. torch. And that's fucking that's like 2000 and something lumens or whatever. Mm -hmm. you, know, you can't leave it on too long because it'll melt the gun. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, but there are, and it just depends, you know. But sticking your muzzle in the sun. Yeah, exactly that, mate. Exactly that. <laughs> but it just depends. You know, torches are torches as long as it gets you through. Mm. Um, you know, I've got torches that are relatively peanuts in the grand scheme of things, and I've got, you know, ones that, that I'm a bit of a magpie with certain things. And you feel, mm. oh, well, that's nice. Just get that one. 
just in case the apocalypse comes and I need a torch that can That's it, yeah. you know, I mean, light, I've got, up, I've, light up the moon. A lot of my expensive kit I keep for work, like my Lelodenzer I've got for work, which is a H14R.2, which is a big bit of kit. Obviously, I need it because I'm constantly working nights. So it's, um, Great torches, aren't they? Oh mate, they're just flawless, absolutely flawless. And with a, if you do go down the road of lead lenser guys, um, def- definitely check it, especially on Amazon for example, because um, they lead lenser offer a really good warranty as well. I mean, my first head mm-hmm. torch I got was a was a five year warranty, and unfortunately it did break. Not from it was just wear and tear. I use it every night for a few hours every night, so it's constantly getting bashed around on a hard hat onto the ground, into the car, out in and out, blah blah blah. And the cable come detached from the power pack. Um, contacted Amazon. Um, within 24 hours, I had another head torch sent to me, another lead lenser, mm. and that, and luckily enough, that comes with a seven year warranty, and that's still going strong now. And that was two two and a half years ago. That's Ding the H14R.2, and it's a it comes with a power pack extension, so you can have the power pack on the head strap, or you can plug the extension cord into it and run the power pack from your belt kit off your belt, and then just have the lightweight head torch on the front. It's quite big, don't get me wrong, but I do I need it for illumination for lighting up the railway of a night time. So um, yeah. LED lenses and that, but obviously, like we said, there's there's torches. I mean, I've got torches here that's still going strong now for 15, 16 quid. Look, look, look five pounds, 27 pounds. Yeah, I highly recommend um, if anybody needs uh, a little red light, please, sorry. Um, to literally just it's a little red torch, it's, it's about yay long. Um, and I've used this for map reading and stuff when we're sort of moving about at night. It's just literally a simple push button torch, doesn't cost a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, highly recommend. Um, if you've got a couple of quid just knocking about, um, and, and, and like, like, you've got multi buys there, guys. If you're on a team and it's your team's first sort of first event, then you know, if you go down the multi buy route, you mean you're going to end up paying like four pounds ninety each between you or, or whatever it's going to be. So, always look out for them deals for multi buys. And, uh, with it comes to being your first meal sim, if you are going to do it as a sort of a team, then a lot of surplus stores and that will do like a, a bulk purchase. Like, if you do like three or four bags, you could find yourselves saving a lot of money. So, it's always something to consider. I think it's definitely right there. I mean, I, you know, totally going off piece, but yeah, you know, a couple of the bigger purchases that I made this year, late last year, um, from a from a company, and it was a case of you know, you, know, you look at it and you think actually yeah, I'm going to get it anyway, but if you don't ask, you don't get. And I just dropped the guy a note on the sales team and said, look, mate, I want one of these. Um, you know, really keen to get one. See, you've got one. What's the absolute best price you can do? Mm, uh, mm. And you know, and he ended up he ended up about three hundred quid off of it. It was a big, it was a big spend anyway. Do you know what I mean? But it, if you don't ask, you don't, you don't get. Even if they say that, oh, sorry, the price is the price. I think you've lost nothing by asking, have you? You might end up getting no, exactly, quid, exactly. quid off something. There's always room to maneuver in there. Yeah, mate, absolutely. Highly recommend on whenever buying pyro, doing exactly the same thing as that as well. Mm, um, mm. You know, if you always if you buy about. a reasonable amount of pyro, um, it, you know. Shopping around, asking for a little discount and stuff like that is a it's good. Sorry, especially I, some I'm of just... the places that have like the sites or whatever. You know, I know um, you, know, you get some of these indoor arenas and uh, you know so on and so forth. You go and approach them and say, look, you know, how much for a box of two hundred Mark Fives? Or well, I think that's, that's only it, what again, we did again, that again, first time we went to Longmore. We just bought a box of smokes and a yep. box of Mark Fives. Again, like a couple of quid. Team, team purchases all the way, guys. When it comes to the pyro, even BBs, you can you know you can get so much, you can get a much bigger discount buying bulk for your BBs and your pyro, especially if you've got an established team. Up, lucky enough, I've got some you know, a team full of great guys. Um, so when it comes to events, it's and um, we we all just chip in, and, and then Mike comes along as well, which is always handy. <laughs> <With his hat. laughs> 
Mike is an integral part of my team. I'll have you know. That was a joke. <laughs> not, not this Mike. The other Mike. Not this Mike. Yeah. Mike, yeah. Mike in my loft next to the Paul other Mike there. at the other end of the loft. <laughs> the one sitting with Paul. <laughs> Just helping him pull his rubber trousers on at the moment. Down you go. Come on, no, down. Stay there. Shh. Right, med kits. Yeah, basic eye fact. There it is. So, question is obviously, if someone is uh, new to Hilton or maybe an airsoft yeah. hole, because I, I, to be honest with you, I always take a, um, uh, a basic medical kit whenever I go out. That's generally, exactly. yeah. I mean, why, why would something. somebody need a medical kit? I mean, yeah, you know, you can keep shooting why do you need a why, Yeah, why do you need a torch so you can see it? Not, it's, it's it's one of them things you take with you. I mean, I, I carry one in my bag, which never I never leave the house without. I've got a little green, like twenty liter day sack. I take it to work with me. I go shopping. It goes in the car with me. It's got a med kit. It's got a few bits and bobs, a few essentials in there. Um, it's just getting into that habit of taking stuff that's you know, it's going to make your life easier. And God forbid you never have to use it. But you know, there's times you're gonna you could nick yourself, cut yourself, anything like that. So. You know, how hard is it to try and get a bandage, a, um, a emergency blanket, a few plasters, some burn gel sort of thing, paracetamol, yeah. ibuprofen, a large uh, wound dressing. It's no biggie. It's no drama. Do you know what I mean? Especially it's with like a awesome event. Everyone carries an eye fact in, in the forces and that. So, there's and there you go. Shit in there. Um, I, so in this I, one, I've got same. Go on, mate. No, so I actually use my medical kit quite often. Um, mm-hmm. But not for all the plasters and stuff. So I keep in there um, things like germaline, mm. uh, a bit of anti-chafing stuff, uh, chapstick, uh, well, stuff. sun cream. Uh, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I've got my uh, my swish packets. Yeah. Got my little, uh, you know, little advert for swish there, which is the, the mouthwash stuff that everyone ridiculed me before. Oh um, yeah, I remember you telling me it was a terrible explanation. Yeah, you just put it in your <laughs> mouth and. Uh, yeah. You put it in your all mouth, right. it melts, it makes it all go minty, and then you swallow it. It's great. Um, you know how to whistle, you put your lips together and blow. Say now, boy. Anyone see some news? <laughs> anyway. Oh. So, yeah. so, yeah. So, the only other thing that I'm going to say, I've got very much similar to yours. So, in mine, is I've got the burn gel, um, but I've got two different sizes. So, I've got Big burns and little burns. That size. <laughs> and I've got that size. Um, just in case. No one. Imagine that if something's rubbing and burns that friction. Just don't need it, do you? Mm. Um, and then, so, yeah, all the other general bits and pieces. So I've got the blanket, four blanket. Um, which is that. That one there. I've That's got it, mate, yeah. A couple of those. It's the ice Oh, cold packs. compress sort of thing, yeah. Yeah. Crack the uh, crack the stuff, and then that goes as well. And then the other, where is it? Is it in here? No, oh, it's in this bit. This one here. Um, I think you can see that. It's the tampon. Oh, it's not an eye wash spray. Oh, okay. So if you get shit in your eye, um, nice, nice little eye wash spray on that. So yeah, and that all fits in. I mean, it's, it's probably way too much in there. Um, you know, I feel like Charlie out of fucking casualty. Uh, what actually called him? <laughs> probably more Nurse Megan. Um, Same Meg. Yesteryear. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Poor old Megan. She yeah, ended but, up being a homeless woman in Home Alone too, didn't she? She did feed the birds. Tuppence. No, that's, that's, oh, that's, that's Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins. 
Nancy. It is, but she was feeding birds. Yeah. They were both I feeding birds. Where, I, I won't tell you where she made, <laughs> made the money and feed the birds, but there you go. It's a different story. But yeah, so I carried that in there. Um, but that's, that will stay in my main pack, to be fair. Uh, and then in my other bag, I've got um, Your shirt just some personal bits. So I've got, um, you know, there's, there's, there's like a micropore in there, but I've got my epilepsy tablets. Um, I've got um, some of the seven in a pack, one a day um, hay fever tablets, just the chemist's own, a couple of Nurofen, just a couple of things that really, you know, if you if you wake up and you've not hydrated too much and you've got a headache, mm. You could take a couple of tablets and get rid of it rather than fuck your weekend up. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, so that's that's my, my little kit. It's actually very, and obviously very cold to go and sort of to coincide with that as well. This is a personal medical kit, so it's um it's um it's a it's a first aid kit that you could use for yourself. And obviously, if worst case scenario, you, you did have to use it on someone else. Then, but it's always best to if I've got my own kit, Mike's got his kit, Paul's got his. You use the stuff out of Paul's kit for Paul. You use the stuff out of Mike's kit for Mike. And so on and so forth. Especially like Paul just said, there was epilepsy. He's got his own medication. There's things like that. You don't want to go fucking about with things that you don't know about. And especially with that, don't try and do something you don't know how to do. There's one one big thing there, you know, when it comes to medical stuff. You know, what I mean, it, 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 another side point to that, it'd be good to have some basic first aid knowledge prior to a, a milsim type event. You know, or, or in general, you know, what I mean, just a, just the, the basics of first aid sort of thing. It's always good to know. Um, for any situation, regardless of his airsoft or anywhere, you know, just Joe Public down the road, you know, drops to the floor, you know, you're like, well, things like that. It's always worth looking into. I mean, if you want entertainment value, hide the epilepsy tablets. It'll bring you on a fucking laugh. I won't remember much about it, to be fair. We'll probably end up in hospital. Uh, Together. <laughs> <laughs> Les has just pointed out it's always good to have a, a team medic, and we've got two in our team. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's something I've considered because they, they offer, obviously, at work. Um, you know, they, they're always after first aiders. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. And, and, if, if the workplace offers you it, it's you might as well do it. It's a, a lot freebie. of people when you ask them, oh, "What are you doing it?" You know, "What are you doing it for?" It's but most of them do it because it's if anything happens at home, you know, oh, I've got the, yeah. got the kids at home. At least if I've got that, you know, paid for by work, mm-hmm. same sort That's of it. thing. Use it wherever. I'm doing yeah, it because I'm doing it because November Foxtrot told me I should be a medic. Medic. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got it with my well, To be fair, free, this is obviously first, different to being a medic first. in the game as well. Like nobody wants an emergency tracheotomy or anything like that. You know, just, it, yeah. just who's got a biro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be in it. Stay with hey, me, man. Stay with spl- me, man. I had a splinter. <laughs> uh, Gaz makes a good point that um, you know inhalers and epipens. If they're in yeah. the ho- in the same place for the whole team, then everybody knows where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and absolutely. And, and, and on the side note to that, if you do have any underlying sort of health conditions when you do go to an event um it's obviously critical that you let the event organizer know privately um if you're in a team then let the, your team leader know if you don't know them if you've got your own team of mates that you've gone with obviously your mates are going to know what's going on but if you're in say two of you turn up to an event and they've made a, a, a squad of eight out of a couple of guys from there three from there you know another couple of guys from there it, you know it's imperative that you let people know that look guys i'm epileptic i'm diabetic or I've got this condition. This and that. if this happens, this is here or it's or it's there or wherever. It's you know important for you and for the other guys around you to be able to. Not allergies, well. all sorts, isn't it? Not mm, allergies, yeah, and all sorts of allergies as well, like you just said. Yeah, licorice ones. Mm. 
You never know. And actually, a point that Gaz makes about keeping inhalers and EpiPens in the same place. Um, I know it's something that we try and do as the punishers, which is if you've got bandages, um, and this is obviously pre-COVID when you're allowed to touch each other. Um, Good old days. Yeah, if all the bandages are in the same place, we generally tend to sort of keep them in the um, upper left arm pouch um, mm-hmm. that's on most U-backs. So again, everyone knows where the bandages are. So if you yeah. if you if it's like um left if it's arm, one of the left that require like proper like role play part of it where you're not you're not allowed to kind of get your bandage out and then hold it there for somebody else to come and grab off you or rest um, on your head. Yeah, I, I usually keep mine one tied <laughs> on my left arm, bandage. one tied on my right arm, and then me sat on the floor with a red rag on my head. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid sport! I'm really taking up fucking golf. <laughs> I hate this fucking game. <laughs> Could have been sat there fishing for plant with a fucking bacon sandwich. No. no. Yeah, if you take, you know, some of the games fault. you go to, some of the games you go to have lakes and just take some rods with you, it'll be fine. That's it, yeah. yeah. Right, next up we have comfort kit uh, and clothes. And I'm going to include welfare e items on this as well. So, um, mm-hmm. one of the, uh, so one of the things to sort of consider is. Um, What's going to just make you a little bit happy if you're a little bit down? You've just been shot in the face. You're cold. You're wet. Don't make that joke. Um, but, you know, things like a can of Coke, something like that, uh, a little bag of sweets. Or a line um, of it. <laughs> I've got mine. This is my down-in-the-dumps comfort. Breadstick. Oh, cigar. Oh, cigar. That's a fucking breadstick. This <laughs> fucking breadstick. Nothing better than a pack of breadsticks with some dip. And some hummus. Mm. That, Yo, every meal sim. Every meal sim, I take one with me. My man. Yeah, I do like a cheeky stogie, I must admit. But as an extension to that, obviously, clothes as well. So, you know, clothes, clothes, clothes bring are good. Comfy clothes, um, yeah. Bring a spare pair of pants. Um, and yeah. socks. Socks are critical, especially if it's going to be gipping wet and you, there's a chance you're going to get <laughs> your boots submerged. No blue ah. ribbons, Paul. Oh, Paul. Hey! Oh, he's wrong! There we go, look. Oh. Three sponsored by blue ribbons. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm not it. even kidding. I am going to... Email them. I'm working up the patches. No, I'm working up the patches at the moment. I'm going to create a blue ribbon patch that we can <laughs> offer as Paul's own little, own little personal patch. But it's, yeah, Paul's ribbon. <laughs> Paul's ribbon. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, there's a there's a comment made the other day oh, that I'm going to be out in the field one day at a, a meal sim, and someone's going to come up to me and go, "Oh, you're that bloke from Nofo." Oh, yeah, I have a blue ribbon. I've got one in my bag for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It'll be an icebreaker. Merry Christmas. Have a blue yeah, ribbon. Uh, Merry Christmas. You're going to hate them at some point. I went on the meal sim, and I. You'd be like the Pied Piper. You have all these airsofters following you. You giant blue ribbon flute. <laughs> it's like the Milky Bar kid, but for blue ribbon. <laughs> oh, Get a name for myself there, wouldn't I? If you give that man a blue ribbon. <laughs> Reopen um, Operation U Tree. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Another item I would I always recommend taking as a like a little welfare thing is a balaclava. Um, <laughs> that, that leads on well, didn't it? That was a I really just good, thought uh... that. I was just literally as I said it, I was like, oh no. Um, the reason for that though is that um, if you're in a cold night, <laughs> if it's a cold night. Um, the balaclava is really good, obviously, just keeping your face warm. And it's just that little thing of if you are cold, you know, a little bit of extra warmth here and there does mm. help. Yeah. Pan Wet wipes, wipes, yes. Yes, These. definitely. 
not not necessarily a pack this big. Not unless you've got some special dietary needs, where you might need to remove the crosshairs from other places other than your gun. Um, but these are honestly, these are essential. I took a pack. This is the one thing that someone said to me: all the rest of the kit you've got, make sure you chuck a pack of those in there. I'd love to know what's in a wet wipe because I mean, there's some things like say you spill something on the floor in the kitchen, you try to rub it, nothing. You get a wet wipe out, a baby wipe. Magic shit in it. Magic shit. Clean the kids up with them. Yeah. Can I just say, as someone, I reckon it's dipped in Chernobyl and then just bag. (laughs) As someone that works with the public sewer network, though, in my job. Um, please don't flush them down the toilet. No. Like even the even the flushable ones, I would always this is a public service on. announcement from yeah. Mike Fraser. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Right. So um, yeah, just a, a few little comments with the chat. Um, Gaz just asked uh, Scotty showers with the baby wipes. Yeah. And whether I had zip ties with my balaclava. No um, duct tape. Just yeah. an eight ball. And Rage Rage has come in and said balaclava, sweets, and wet wipes. All uh, all we need is a van and a bag of puppies. <laughs> God damn, son. So, right, in all honesty, right, this episode was meant to be like our, our flagship episode. This is the one that, like, we, we give to everybody. It's like a welcome to November Foxtrot, welcome to Milsons. You know, have a watch of this episode. And we can't use this for anything now. This <laughs> worked for me, mate. Honestly, this is, the, this is the flagship one for me. This is it. This is the one. This is all the info. We're covering all bases. <laughs> So, um, is there anything else anybody else wants to add on comfort stuff? I mean, obviously, I mean, it goes without saying, your warm kit, um, extra socks, uh, a change of top, at least, um, at a minimum, I'd suggest, I'd suggest you have a change of top, um, a spare pair of gloves, obviously pants, your socks, your foot powders there in the picture. I wouldn't necessarily suggest seal skins for your very first event. If you've got plenty of socks, spare socks, that's something a little bit further down the road. And, um, I mean, if it's your first event, I mean, it's probably not the greatest idea to choose the winter to do your first event. You're probably better off going in the spring or the summer, guys, if I'm honest. Um, it, oh, it's still comfy kit. socks, though. Oh, come, oh, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah 100%. Like that, your regular, your regular uh, tabbing about socks, you know what I mean? Your walking boot socks and things like that, yeah, 100%, yeah. But all I'm saying is that if you went to an event, your first event, if you try to sort of make it, it's going to be the spring or the summer, which highly likely could well be now, um, you can take away the sort of the thermal layers a, a little bit. Do you know what I mean, sometimes you might get a bit of a chillier evening um, in the springtime, but it's when you're going into like the November, the December, January, February, up to sort of March time, that's when you're going to be wanting the, the proper softy jackets, this, that, and the other. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so yeah. Take a couple, of layers, couple of extra layers, some thermals or whatever. You can always take it off. You can't put on what you haven't got. And if you do um, get wet, just be... Just reassure yourself. You think I'm wet now, but I've got a dry kit back there. I can change out of this when I get in my dos bag tonight. I'm going to keep these wet trousers on for now. As soon as I get back, I'll whip them off, chuck some new dry trousers on when I'm sleeping. When I get back up, yes, you're wet and dry drills, guys. So you, your wet kit stays on you when you're tabbing about doing this, getting covered in shit. When you get back to your dos bag, can you get your head down for a couple of hours? Out your wet kit, into your dry kit, back out your dry kit, into your wet kit, and back out again. And that's just a way to keep yourself. Yeah, that's something to look forward to. Do you know what I mean? I'll be honest, mate. I just get more dry kit. Fuck I being just, wet. I just want my blue ribbons. <laughs> <laughs> the um, going back to one of the earlier episodes and things we were talking about woobies, uh, like the um, the jungle blanket type things, bits and pieces like that. They're they're quite good as a comfy item because um, yep. obviously you can just throw that over you. If there's a fire going, you can just go sit in front of the fire. 
had five minutes while you're just um, having some food and that. So, unless there's light um, discipline, you can't have a fire, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, Rage Files said, to be fair, a lot of modern cold kit packs down really small and weighs nothing. So, exactly. Yeah, true. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you get into a regular rhythm of how you're packing your kit nine times out of ten, you may well just take some extra bits and bobs that you, you it's just out of habit. You know, and you think, oh, Christ, I've got that in there. Pop the old Ranger Rolls. Or... Yeah. Ranger Rolls, mate. That's it. Ranger Rolls. All the time. Cool. We're well, moving on to uh, what we covered in episode two. Food. Cooking. Yep. Uh, there's a couple of options I've got there. So you've got basically your um, Crusader Cup cook set on the right-hand side there. That is a, basically a metal dish that you, the Crusader Cup would sit on with a, with a fuel block or a fuel cell in the bottom of it. Warms up your hot water, uh, your water, sorry. Uh, you cook your ration meal in there. You've got a nice cup there that comes with it. All, it's all in one sort of little unit into a into a dry bag, into your webbing pouch. Um, and on the left-hand side, you've got the basic, the newer version of the Hexi Burner, basically. It's the new issued Hexi Burner, BCB one. A um, couple of mess tins. Again, nothing wrong with it at all. They, either of those will cook a ration meal. They will make you a hot drink. They will heat hot water for it if you need. Um like I said, there's absolutely nothing wrong with them whatsoever. I mean, you can obviously go the jet boil route, a long spoon, critical. If you don't want to get uh, tomato sauce knuckles, well, I like it. But I said the other day, I like to lick it off after. Mm. I've, um, the, the first one that I took with me, one of these, and this was, I think it's about 12 quid off of uh, Amazon. Or yeah, that's eBay. It, yeah, that's what I've got. Little gas burner. Um, something like that. Yeah, that was it. I think the legs fold out. Bosch, Bosch, Defo Rage, yeah, mate. Bosch. That's it. I've got a jet ball now, but this one, as I say, I keep hold of it. There's nothing wrong with it. It comes with a little gas bottle. Um, whack it on the end there. Yeah, fucking gold, mate. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was talking to an instructor the other day, or ex instructor, should I say, for the British Army, and um, obviously the guys and basic, and they're not allowed to use the jet balls and that. They use the issue kit, they use the hexi burner and that. And he said, uh, and it, and I sort of, it sort of hit home a little bit, really, with um, the whole jet ball thing. It's basic, you know, screw the can on, turn it gas, you've got gas, you've got heat, heat your water up really quick, and that's it. It sort of takes away, it almost creates the, like the lazy, lazy soldier sort of type thing almost, so you were saying, where you get like, um, not complacent, but it's sort of, it's very, it makes it very easy. So in, in training, when, I was, when, we, when I'm training in a section or whatever it is, so we try and take away anything that makes it easy, we take that away. Because we want their soldiering skills, we want their survival skills, we want them to skin rabbits, we want them to do this. Do you know what I mean? We want them to dig a little uh, flash hole for the hexi burner to go in to hide the light, this, that, and the other. Do you know what I mean? And if you allow hexi bur- um, if you allow jet balls out and exercise and stuff like that, they're not going to use the skills we're trying to teach them, keeping it basic. Dig a hole, your little metal tin, your fuel block, your pan on the top, your hot water, and that's it. That's a simple. It's not. As soon as that gas runs out in that jet ball, I mean, essentially what you said to me, as soon as that gas runs out in that jet ball, then you might as well just fucking chuck it because you can't do anything else with it. It has no other purpose. Whereas a hexi bot, hexi burner, or a, or a solid fuel burner, if you've got no more hexi burner blocks left, you can you've got sticks, you've got any natural fuels that you could gather to continually heat water. When sort of that sort of well, yeah, you, perfect sense what you made there. I mean, don't get me wrong, jet boils are great, perfect, brilliant, but if you're relying for it a long period of time, how many cans of gas you gonna have to carry? How much of this you can have to carry? Do you know what I mean? That's that can only heat your food or your water. As long as you've got a full can of gas or a can of gas that you can use, whereas another type solid fuel stove, you can use the hexi burner stove with the hexi blocks, or you can use the dragon fuel tablets or any dry foliage, any dry 
sticks, twigs, anything like that, that can still you can you can still use it. I mean, after you've used the the fuel that comes with it, it's still usable afterwards. So, sort of, maybe that's good for the fob for the harbour area when you get to your main FOB sort of thing. You can keep a couple of cans back there. But if you're out on the ground, say you're on a recon, then obviously you'd be having sort of cold rations anyhow. But having that hexi burner, it's very small, and you can use multiple fuels to to, to heat your food and, and your water. So things to consider, guys. All three of them are great. But, you know what I mean? Buy a long spoon. Definitely buy, buy a long, long spoon. spoon is the because... truth. Even if you don't get any cooking set, just get the long spoon. Yeah. And also, else. also clean your spoon, and you know who I'm talking to. Yeah, I, I name, I name and shame, absolutely. You'd love it. Name, name and shame. shame, Dan. Clean your spoon. It's Daniel terrible. wants to clean your spoon. I don't think he's ever cleaned that. I think he just licks it clean after every meal. Yeah, I was and just I've about been to, to say multiple that. events with him where I'm pretty certain that if that so, spoon's left on its own, mushrooms will grow. I'd like to demonstrate that Dan bought this, the, the 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 KFS set that Dan's got now, the knife, fork, and spoon set that Dan's got now. Is the set that he bought on our very first ever Milsim Apocalypse with me, Dan, and Kenny pre Punishers. That's where Punishers came from. There's the three there, and his um. So he's sitting there, and this is Dan cleaning his uh, utensils after eating. So he's once he's done. That's it. Back in the back. That's it. And that's been the same for the last six years now. Sorry, you lost me at the licking the bottle bit. <laughs> Was there something about a spoon? Yeah, pretty much. That's how, that's how literally how Dan cleans his utensils, and it's been the same ever since. Six years of that, just a, just a, just a saliva lick. That's fine. We'll pop it back in there. And on that note, we're going to move on to sleep systems. <laughs> yes. Um, so. We will obviously cover sleep systems again as a whole separate episode because we want to talk about hammocks. We want to talk about tents. We want to talk about bashers. We want to talk about sleeping bags and the like. But for a basic a basic meal sim, um, you know, you've got your DOS bag, you've got your bivy bag, you've got a roll mat. And that's, that's it. All, that's all you need. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I asked a couple of questions in our, in our team chat earlier and like the guy said, you know, could there be different setups for buildings and if you're outside on, under tarps or under bashers? I don't think there is. I mean, the only difference is with a building, nine times out of ten, you're going to be able to use your vehicle to get to that building. So you could well have a cot bed or an A-frame bed type thing, you know, a, a cot bed or a low-level Euro-height type little wire one. You click the poles in and this, that and the other. Um, but that you could use that anywhere. Let's be honest. It's a, it's a sleeping bag, your bivy bag, a roll mat, a, a foam roll mat or inflatable self-inflating whatever it is it's got to be that one there's an inflatable um roll mat which i'm yet to try out in the field uh got my reservations about it but at the same time i've tried it at home i've laid out in the living room that does feel on the carpet on the carpet watch the, watch <laughs> me film on the front like that pass the snacks a, please <laughs> i don't know it's like a Brit, uh, british army falklands falklands sleeping bag oh, the 90, ago. Is it the 58 pattern or the 90 pattern one fucking hell mate honestly You'd, you'd roast your bollocks off in it. Mm, mm. It's a cracky. It rolled down to next to nothing anyway. Um, but I had that when well, I was blimey, way back in the in the scouts. That was a cracking bit of kit. Well, last um, week when we was, when all Black Friday was going off and all that, and I'm, I managed to secure um, uh, an Arctic bag off of a uh, off of um, Mike. Was it Prepper Shop? Prepper's UK, or, Prepper's, Prepper yeah. Shop UK uh, which turned up a couple of days later. And I've got to say, for X surplus, these didn't have a blemish. Like, literally, they look like brand new, apart from mm. the slightly musty sort of smell where they've been in storage. 
these two these bags these two arctic bags i've got because i'm a greedy bastard are absolutely brand new spot on a boiling hot as well they love lovely bags nice and thick beautiful luxurious luxury Ooh. Ooh. so yeah but yeah i mean I mean, you can pick up a decent X surplus bag for, well, what do you think, guys? Between th- sort of 30 and 50 pounds? Is that sort of like a ballpark? Yeah, it depends. Sort of it's like anything, isn't it? You can get a sensible one for a sensible price. You can go up as high as you like. It's, exactly. Snug, I mean, it's, it's all depends. season four one that I've got was whatever, you know, three figures. Um, it all depends on your budget at the end of the day, guys, what you've got. And obviously, at the event you're going to, I mean, if you are going in the winter months and you can't, there's no point looking at a jungle bag for 15 quid because it's, it's not going to do the job. You know, I mean, it's nothing some of the worse summer, than being cold. Mm. In some oh, of the man. summer events, I've taken like a season two and a Wubby. I'm going to keep raving about Wubbies because I love them. The um, season two and a Wubby, I wrapped up in the Wubby first, got into the season two sleeping bag, and it pretty much turned it into a season three-ish, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I was mm-hmm. perfectly toasted with that, you know. I mean, what you can do, I mean, I'd say if you if it's, if it's your first sleeping bag you're going to get for an event, I'd certainly go no less than season three. I'll get a season three bag. Um if it's summer months, you can leave it unzipped. If it's the winter months, you can chuck a fleece on over the top or a pair of long johns and zip yourself up. Um, I've got a season three snug pack bag, and I also got the uh, jungle snug pack bag, which fits inside the season three perfect. So it's almost like a double layer bag. You're almost creating a season four there, and you've got the best of both worlds. You can take your season three through the fall months. You can take your jungle bag, which compacts down to about slightly longer than a beer bottle, if you like, in the summer months, in your hammock or whatever it is you're doing. Um yeah, two two great options there, and uh, yeah. and obviously modular. You can add one to the other, take the other one away for your summer and your cold months as well. You know, I've just got a thing for sleeping bags. So I've got two Arctic sleeping bags now, as well as the medium British Army bag, as well as the snug pack, as well as the jungle bag. <laughs> I was, um, I'm just looking on Millet's website, and I mean, even brand new sleeping bags, you're only talking sort of 40, 60 quid, as I thought. And then I got down to the bottom, and there's one on there for 260. So I'm yeah. assuming that's like North Pole. Level, I'm that's, going to go Ever- wild camping. We're in, we're, we're in Everest territory now. Yeah. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's posh people call that shop Malay. <laughs> Malay. That's where I get my Shamar from. <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Stop it. Next. But yeah, <laughs> a, 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 good, a solid sleeping bag, guys. That's the main thing. Kit's jumped in. That inflatable mat won't have any insulation, so unless it's for summer, you're going to wake up with frozen bollocks. Yeah, unless you've got the Thermarest uh, uh, thin pad between you and the and the mat, but there we go. Um, but I'll, I'll put my... What I'll do with my inflatable mat, it will go inside the bivvy bag. That's another little point, guys, with your sleep system, with your main bivvy bag, if, if you like. Um, your DOS bag goes in there, but not only that, if you put your roll mat or your inflatable mat or your self-inflating mat or whatever it is in there or your Thermarest mat, in the bivy bag as well. It stops you sliding off it. It stops it shifting up. Because I've done it before where I've not done it. And I've woken up in the morning and my roll mat's been like 20 foot down the fucking woods. And I'm sitting like laying in the mud like, shit, where did that go? <laughs> yeah, that was because we're dragging you about, isn't it? Where, where Mike's been throwing me around in the turn of the night. <laughs> thrashing, we call it. Thrashing. <laughs> but if you, if you keep it as one sort of like modular unit, you, you know, you get your bivy bag out, fluff that out, Get your roll mat in there. Get your DOS bag in there. That's all contained in. And uh, yeah, one thing, it. one thing with bivy bags, I've actually bought some um, like muslin net, uh, like screening mesh screening, and I've actually sewn that into the the, the panel because it, it mine sort of zips up 
I think it zips up all the way around. It's almost like you just entomb yourself. Uh, but I in your baby bag. Yeah, but I found that really claustrophobic. Um, so what oh, I did shit. is I actually zipped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, zipped, I think I would um, Like a panel of, uh, oh, sorry, I sorry, like a panel of this meshed up in there, and then some Velcro, so I can I can pull it all apart. But that mm. means that I can completely enclose myself. But at the same time, I've got quite a decent amount of airflow. But it's not too cold, if that makes sense. Right. Like, if, that, um, so again, I mean, in terms of customization and stuff, you'll find that when when you buy things, you know, mm. as long as you don't buy something and then go, oh, why the why the fuck have I bought that? That's a complete waste of money. Because I think we've all done that before. You know, um, we've all bought stuff and then gone. Bah. I mean, I've got boxes of stuff up in the loft that I'm selling at some point. Um, but if you find something and then you kind of oh just tweak that and it, it, you slowly customize it and it makes it better for you. Exactly. Um, mate. Like we said, the amount of kit you take on your first event. I mean, that's why the reason for this was like this: these are your essential items that you will need. Hundred percent, you'll need these to be able to safely take part in an event and be comfortable. Um, away from the, I mean, this is this this sort of episode, guys, is for someone who's who does airsoft. He's got his plate carrier or she's got a plate carrier, the webbing set. Your basic fatigues, you've got your main weapon, your sidearm, blah, 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 your boots. You've got all them sort of bits already to take part in. Skirt. In Someone Someone's ejected him into space. <laughs> That's his missus pulled the plug I'll on I'll tell you what it is. This is what nine. happened last week. His laptop battery went, didn't it? He did. I bet it's... Oh, is he coming back? I'm here. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Welcome back. Uh, previously... <laughs> so yeah, this is basically for someone who's um who's, who does skirmishing, regular airsofter, who's branching into the milsim side of things, who hasn't got like the the outdoor side of the the kit that's required. Do you know what I mean? So you've got your basic setup for carrying out a skirmish day or or a one day event, but this is more for like the overnight in outside in the elements, blah blah blah. Mike, what are you laughing at? Yeah, I just said the guy in the corner has pulled the plug. So I'm assuming he's either referring to me, who's running the stream, or Mike or Paul in your loft. Mike, Mike's just strangled Paul with the with the Ethernet cable. <laughs> I need a new Paul. Any volunteers? <laughs> um, Kit said, uh, yeah, tend to no layer mats. Because uh, apparently our value stacks. Oh, yeah, sorry, our value. Yeah, yeah. so that's in terms of the um, thermal conductivity, I believe. Yeah, that's it. So. Cool. Cool. Well, that, oh, how are we getting that on? is our top 10 list. That's it. We've covered it. Shit, I'll tell you what. Are there any little bonus items that you guys would throw in as like uh, something to just make your meal seem more enjoyable? Let's, like, let's throw it that way. Oh, I'd certainly take um, a mortar. Uh, a mortar. <laughs> yeah, to a, be a fair. A minigun. <laughs> a black hawk helicopter. The, the mortar, I must admit. If used properly and not in a twattish way, hmm. um, because we all, you know, it's not an RPG. It's a fucking mortar. That's um, it. On the ground where it should be. Not, but that, seen, the amount of videos I've seen of people like... <laughs> oh, shit. Like, no! No, no, no! <laughs> that Brown. last Milsim that we did at, um, at Longmore. Does my fucking head in. I can't stand it. You see a mortar tube and it's like... Oh, yeah! yeah. Yeah. Nerve, I? Oh, I can't stop. honestly, Paul. Touch the nerve, mate. Got the right up now. That's uh, so that last meal scene <laughs> that we did at Longmore, um, where I did the market stall. Um, I had all my guns with me, and my sidearm, everything, all all packed in. It was all squared away in the room. I didn't use it all weekend. I just had a rucksack full of mortar rounds, and just carried the mortar, and that's all I used. 
And it was, oh, it was a, by the time of my life. I tell you what, was it? It might have been Paul actually that we we got caught out on. No, when we was in when we was in the SF fob, and you That's and Dan, I mean, yeah. fired, we had waters come into our fob. Yeah, that would be me. And we, yeah, we, <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah. Ooh, oh, bastard! I got I video what, at some point. This is, this is something I want to do just for the Did sake I of it. Did I almost get you? No, no. nowhere near. <laughs> Fucking miles away. I was going to say, Crap. I'd be surprised because I can't wear my glasses. I, I, literally, I can't wear these. To be fair, I've taken these off now. I can't even see the screen. So, to be perfectly honest, if I'd have aimed it at the screen, I'm surprised that I didn't blow up my car in the car park, which was parked up right over the other way. That's what that owe in the loft's from, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it weren't the mother-in-law. It, was it worked its way all the way back down the M25 and landed through my roof. But that Something I want to do, though. Something I want to do at some point is have like two or three mortars go off at the same time. I just think that'd be an epic video. That would be fantastic, yeah. Because we've got the three mortar tubes in the team, so yeah. to get them, but boom, 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 like three rounds each have, or something. We mentioned this last time, but this, 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 this little battery tester. Every time I never leave home without it. Is like my little American Express. Not that to be fair, American Express you can't use anywhere. To be honest with you, but this this you can. Um, so this gets the 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 call sign, the chief endorsement of good use. Uh, and I'd highly recommend for a couple of quid off of eBay getting one of those. No me. one likes uh, uh, flat batteries. So to, to recap, then guys, um, for someone who's taking part in their first event, blue ribbons number one, multi tool, uh, breadsticks in a in a in a protective <laughs> case, <laughs> spray on lube, spray on lube, and uh, and butt plugs with not with a paracord. Right around the end of it, <laughs> and you're good to go. You are golden, golden, you are golden. <laughs> oh, there he is. There's the there's, there's the spider. There's the spider right now. <laughs> but we yeah, have to get with spider patch, aren't we? <laughs> We're gonna have to. Yeah. We calling him Black Widow from now on. Yeah. He's not the Hound <laughs> anymore. He's the Black Widow. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so yeah. Um, don't be afraid Christ. to ask. It's hard work. I it think really it's the is. Other bit. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, education is education is is the best thing. So when you're out there, you know, if you you'll be able to pick a mile off potentially some of the bell ends that are that are at the events you're going to. You can usually, you know, mm. you'll see us free coming. You, away, you can though. usually identify and, and just yeah, turn around and walk away. Because to be honest <laughs> with you, we don't know fuck all. We spend all week reading shit, um, yeah. just so it makes it look good on a Friday. No, we, we don't, don't really. Do we do. We know. We know a little bit. No, um, but yeah, just go and ask people. You know, go and have a chat. What works for you? You know, they're on to us <laughs> again. <laughs> um, there is genuinely though. There is nothing better in my mind than someone learning from someone else actually on the event. So, like the it's little source hydration yeah. pouch thing that I've got, uh, the kangaroo pouch that's a liter. I saw that on the back of someone. I was like, that looks awesome. What's that? You know, and they explain it to me, and then I've, you know, I've gone. I, I like that, and buying that, um, mm. and that's how you learn. You know, and just ask questions and stuff. And Absolutely, it's it's yeah. especially important with young players. I don't want to get on my soapbox about this, but like a lot of the airsoft groups that oh, I, I see on Facebook, yeah, <laughs> a lot of the airsoft groups I see on Facebook though, young players, or whatever, they ask a question. And they just get absolutely shouted down, and it's ridiculous. I can't abide it. I cannot abide it. Oh, that, like some right. of the the well known ones. In the United Kingdom, a little hint. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to pick on specific groups, whatever, but it's just no. But it's honestly, like yeah, new players, it's just like you see some guy who's like, "What do you reckon to this loadout?" Blah 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 blah. 
And um, you can see, obviously, he's a new player, this, that, and the other, and, and the fucking torrent of abuse just comes his way. And you just think, why? What? It's, that, more, that, it's, that, it's easier to help him the, out. Uh, that'll be the death of the sport. it is slag him off. Do you know what I mean? It is. It is it'll terrible. Be, it'll I'll be his downfall, mate. I'll tell you what's funny. I think that's funny. I posted uh, there was a picture on our Facebook uh, earlier today, um, which is there was a genuine Argentinian soldier in his snow camouflage gear, right? So proper military. This is not this is not an airsofter. Uh, I posted that on one of the one of the Facebook groups, and two or three people have already gone. Oh, that's so cringy. Oh, that's so cringy. It's like it's an actual soldier. Like it's not just it's not just an airsofter. But, mm. um, yeah, thought that was funny. If you if you was, if you was wearing that in the middle of Iceland. That's well, that's, exactly, that's why I was exactly, funny. Get out. That's yeah. cringy. There we go, guys. Uh, exactly, exactly that, mate. And 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 the, the effort that people make to put someone down on these uh, these social platforms and that is beyond me. I, I just boils my blood, mate. Every time I see it, and a, a lot as a lot of times I've actually private messaged someone and said, "Look, mate, I love your setup. Uh, perhaps maybe you want to think about this or that." You know, I mean, I'm, I'm no expert, you know, but I'm just offering advice in a nice in a nice way. You know, what I mean, because like I said, I just the, 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 the fucking abuse that some people get. Just for purely asking a question, say, "What do you think of this, guys? What do you think I could do better?" Oh, bro, 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 and it's like, just help the guy out. He's asked a simple question. No, don't be a yeah. dick about it. That's all. It I've is. always, I've always said, I believe children in the future. Teach them well, let them lead the way. Well, of course, you yeah. have. You've got enough of them, haven't you? <laughs> there's a yeah. fucking, there's <laughs> a fucking song in that. But show I them all the beauty they possess inside. Sexy yeah, chocolate. No, you have to stop there. Don't don't go on about teaching about the beauty that they hold inside because that shit right. gets you arrested. <laughs> on that note, we're going to say goodbye. Thanks everyone for joining us. Um, good evening, good night, are, good morning. We are talking comms, um, so we're going to be talking all things radios. Um, like, oh, comms! Put it comms. Comms. Uh, comms. Um, and then I think the week after that, if I'm right, yeah, the week after that will be our Christmas special. Um, so that's going to be a two-hour long episode. Oh, God, uh, I'll let you text my wife us. and tell her. I'm going to be absolutely <laughs> arsehole. So we're going to do uh, an hour and a half. <laughs> we're going to do an hour I've and a half enough. extended episode. Um, <laughs> Let's get another bottle. I have nine. I've got one left. Uh, we might we might not do an extended episode. It'll be an hour and a half extended episode, basically, where we're going to talk all things gadgets. Um, so if you've got any aircraft gadgets and gizmos and things like that, send us a link because um, we can include them on our list. Um, after that, we're going to try and do a half-hour general just chit-chat Q&A. Um, Lance and I, Paul, might tell you a few stories about bits and pieces, but we'll just see how that goes. That'll be led by you. So um, I'm not getting my hat out again after last time. You took the piss out of me. Got a new eyepiece, Paul. New monocular. Look, night vision. Love it. Oh, quality. What's that? Is that a, what's that, a Gen half? Keeps the wind out of your eye as well. <laughs> well anyway, um, so that'll be a uh, good night from me. Good night, from good, him. Night, good night from him. Bye. There's too much jazz hand waving in this episode. I'm just jazz. <laughs>